Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. This is the place where you'll find real conversations with real sales leaders about how you can leverage sales technology to get ahead of the pack. Improve your sales numbers by taking advantage of emerging technology before your competitors get there first. They'll share everything from the trends they're seeing in the marketplace to actionable strategies that you can use to make more sales today. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen. On. Here's your host, Morgan Williams. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Williams, and today I have the pleasure of viewing Stefan Ciencio. Stefan is the co-founder of Growth Commander. Growth Commander finds and helps you create the most viral content on the net. Content is vital to your marketing success online, and Growth Commander is a tool that can help leverage your content to grow your business. Stefan, it's great to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Morgan. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Absolutely. Can you kind of walk us through your background and how it's led to kind of what you're doing now? Uh, Yeah, sure. So uh, formerly, I actually worked as a mechanical engineer and I kind of got into the whole, yeah, yeah, totally different field. Um, And (laughs) I worked, (laughs) worked as an engineer. And while I was doing that, I just kind of was really drawn to all these things I was seeing online about people that were uh, making money in all sorts of various different ways. And uh, essentially, a coworker shortly after told me that they had a relative that made a lot of money selling stuff on eBay that they got it like garage sales. So that kind of intrigued me at the time. I was new to my job. I was kind of bored, to be honest with you. And I wasn't really enjoying, I had no fulfillment there. And uh, yep. basically, I started doing this eBay flipping where I would go to garage sales uh, and literally buy things and then flip them on eBay. And it was kind of a, a hobby side hustle for me. But basically, that led me down the path of seeing all these different things that people were doing online and different types of business models, you know, bloggers, uh, Shopify store owners, you know, uh, different types of lo- local businesses and like restaurants. What they were doing for their digital marketing really interested me. So essentially, I over time became more of a um, more towards the digital side. I stopped selling physical products on eBay and moved more towards selling digital products. And um, basically, from there. I started becoming a blogger, an influencer. I started promoting products as an affiliate. And really what I saw at the core of any good influencer blogger, really any good business at all was a strong um, content presence. So basically having really good content that could kind of circulate the web and help lead people back to your business, whether it's through search engine traffic or through social media, or even people that just come to your blog and eventually really like your content and want to keep coming back to read more. You know, I'm a blogger. I own a few blogs now as well. Another thing I got really into was selling a lot of uh, marketing information courses. So 
basically I started doing that. I've, I've done well over seven figures in sales, selling uh, information courses online and um, basically teaching about the importance of free traffic and uh, you know how to use it to build your business. And eventually I uh, teamed up with my business partner and we built uh, Growth Commander, which is basically a software now that kind of does all the stuff that we've been teaching, but makes it very easy for people to help uh, find, like you mentioned, find viral content, create that content and publish that content across your website and your social media platforms to ensure that you're getting out quality stuff that makes you look professional, helps bring in more traffic and make sure that uh, you're constantly on the mind of the people that uh, are your consumers as well as building your brand. So, so that's kind of a little summary from start to finish from where I started to where I am now. Absolutely. That's an interesting path. Um, really interested in that content piece you mentioned uh, about how you kind of saw that content was the core of marketing and selling online. When you kind of stumbled upon this online business and, and kind of figured out content was the key, what was content creation like for you back then? What types of things did you do? And how has it evolved your process or philosophy and kind of what you do now in your business? So when I got started, I actually, um, <clears throat> I didn't even have a proper website set up. I basically uh, went the route of trying to build an email list and uh, trying to be kind of like an influencer with an email list. And the only content I really had was the emails that I would send. And I tried to send emails that kind of captivated people as well as tried to sell them. But the problem that I realized with that is that you're not really building a long-term brand. You're just sending emails. People don't know your face. People don't know anything about your voice. People don't see that you're putting out consistently new stuff. It's more public besides just being on your email list. So uh, over time, it evolved into making sure I had an authority website or authority blog uh, where basically I had lots and lots of good, helpful content to show people that you know I know what I'm talking about and I can definitely help them uh, in the digital marketing space. And that's true for any niche. I mean, you know, I have other blogs. I have another blog in dog niche, actually. And uh, it's the same thing. It's really about uh, making sure that, you know, when someone comes to your website, it looks professional, it looks filled in. It looks like there's a lot of great content on there. And actually, more recently, in addition to uh, blog posts and that type of content, which is really what I champion, is, is really doing that and making sure that you... SEO, optimize them, get them on social media, help make them viral ready. I also uh, now advocate for adding those to your content and else video and audio or just, uh, you know, obviously we're on a podcast. Podcasts are super powerful. YouTube channels are super powerful. But just really having that content uh, go out there and work for you is, is so important. So at the end of the day, that's kind of, I guess, the transition. Like it started with just emails and uh, progressed to authority blog, putting out quality blog posts. And now I'm definitely exploring video as well. But I would say the key is just lots and lots of, of blog posts with quality co content because over time that, that just helps snowball your business so much. Do you have a specific way, um, strategy that you use to kind of build your blog? Like, um, are you going in? Are you? using a specific posting strategy or you're just trying to create really good long form blog posts and like adding in multimedia. What does that kind of work? The structure of your blog look like? 
a great question. So I start off with uh, doing some keyword research uh, for SEO, and I just kind of see what topics look like I might be able to rank for them. And then from there, I just kind of look for how can I pair this with some sort of viral angle. And uh, I actually use my own tool, which I guess is something everyone should be seeing, but basically to find the viral topics in my niche and then whatever my keyword is. And basically, uh, I try to pair something that could rank in Google with something that can go viral. I try to do that on every post. And uh, basically from there, I publish it, I SEO optimize it, I use WordPress and Yoast SEO. And then from there, I basically get it onto all the social media channels. Uh, one thing I'm kind of known for uh, outside of my SaaS is uh, someone who talks a lot about Pinterest traffic as a great place to put your blog content. So it's, you know, when people ask me, well, you know, I'm making all this blog content besides just waiting for SEO, where else can I put it? And I always recommend Pinterest is super powerful for traffic. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's so powerful. And uh, basically, so uh, I advocate for doing that. So basically, once I create, figure out the the keyword that I want to target, I figure out the viral angle for the post, and then I get it on my site. And then from there, I basically uh, promote it on Facebook, Twitter. But the most important is I get it on Pinterest. And, uh, you know, I use an automating software, uh, a different automating software to do to help me automate on Pinterest as well. So uh, basically that's what I do. And, um, you know, as long as you stick to a content schedule on one of my blogs, I post twice a week and the other blog I post once a week. So I think consistency is key and trying to just get as many posts up as possible and and not really losing steam because it's so good in the long run if you can just keep going because you're just piling on more and more great content. It's going to snowball at some point. Yeah, um, that actually led me to my leads me to my next question. What do you see as that kind of tipping point as far as the length of time it takes for you to start seeing that initial trickle of traffic, then start seeing some solid results, and then hit kind of authority status? Oh man, that's uh, so tough one because everyone's different, right? Every niche is different too. But I would say that I would say that if you're being consistent, like they with Google, like when it comes to ranking in Google, that's something that usually for most people it's at least six months to start seeing uh, significant traffic before you start getting ranked or start getting uh, results from being ranked in Google. But what I always tell people is in the meantime, you could be while you're putting out all these blog posts, as long as you're circulating them on social media, especially Pinterest, you could be generating hundreds of visitors a day very quickly. And if you build an email list from all those visitors, essentially, you know, you're you're building your business much faster because you're you're not sitting there waiting for Google. So if you if you are waiting there for Google in the long run and you're putting out all this content, at least you're getting a lot of Pinterest traffic in the meantime and you're building your email list and building your brand. And then once the snowball effect comes in six months later from SEO, you know, it's just going to be like an avalanche, way more traffic. So, I mean, if I'm being completely realistic, if you if you really want to get to that level of getting, you know, really big results, and I guess it's tough to quantify that, but the point where you're getting consistent traffic, uh, bringing in consistent leads, and probably making consistent sales, I would say very possible within six to 12 months, which uh, th- that might seem long for a lot of people, but I think it's actually pretty good because it's, as long as you're following all the right steps. Uh, you know, six to 12 months to have a consistent online business, I think is, is pretty good. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, that's a very short amount of time. Absolutely. Right, right. Looking through a B2B lens, are there any platforms that uh, maybe someone, if they're a founder that has a product in the B2B space or, you know, they're a B2B blogger, um, any platforms that they should 100% 
or that they should definitely pay attention to? Or how does that advice kind of map to B2B? So when you platforms, do you mean like like traffic platforms or? Yeah, yeah. Traffic platforms or social media or kind of where should they direct their attention towards, you know, getting traffic like that? Basically, whether B2B or B2C, I know we're talking about B2B here. I would say that uh, I would still highly recommend Pinterest. There's a lot of uh, consumers on Pinterest and uh, there's also a lot of business related bloggers. So like depending on your niche, like there's a lot of financial bloggers on there. There's a lot of people on there that sell to, you know, the consumers. So I think if you're on Pinterest, there's going to be a lot of people that are also B2B. So if you're looking for B2B, I think you, especially in the financial space, you know, Pinterest is a good place to look. As far as B2B, SEO is obviously, you know, comes to being able to get traffic for any, any sort of thing. So that's something I would highly recommend. But I guess it also depends on, on what you're selling. If you are someone who sells like e-commerce related, uh, well, I guess that would be B2C, right? So uh, as far as selling business, like I guess if you're B2B and you're selling services, I would probably say that, you know, SEO obviously is is very important, but really uh, regardless of where you're advertising, as long as your content is is really good, like, you know, for example, one thing that could really help B2B uh, businesses, and this is something that I've done before uh, successfully, is if you create a blog post that is super helpful and just kind of gives like a lot of free value, like I'll give an example. Let's say you're selling web design service or something. Uh, essentially, you can put up a blog post that says, you know, 10 things that uh, web like that makes your website uh, sell more things or something like that. You could take that and you could actually pay for Google AdWords and put that on Google AdWords. And then what you could do is all the people that click through to that from Google AdWords, you can uh, retarget them. Yeah, it's a really powerful strategy to basically um, get those initial people. You're paying for those initial people, but then you get to retarget them. And eventually, if you have enough people, you can build a lookalike audience of similar types of people. And that's another really powerful thing. So regardless of kind of where you're advertising, you could probably do the same thing on Facebook with, with their targeting as well, as well as, you know, obviously long-term SEO. But really, it's just about kind of focusing on having that quality content. And obviously, another uh, really popular one for B2B is obviously LinkedIn. But I would stress that having really good content on LinkedIn can also help you draw a lot of leads directly from LinkedIn as well. You know, the same type of authority content that we've been talking about, like if you're putting up posts, say, five ways to do this or five ways to do that, you know, you're, you're just immediately conveying authority to the people that see it. And if you're getting that in front of the potential, the potential customers, you know, they already immediately see you as an authority when you're putting out quality content. So, uh, you know, I was actually talking to uh, one of my, cause I used to do a lot of direct marketing services, like helping clients out. And I had a client that was a passport rush service. And, uh, you know, I told them you need to start putting out content that is related to getting your passport quicker and and e-visas and that sort of thing. And uh, we talked about building a content plan to help them basically start getting that authority content. Like, you know, five things you have to worry about when you're getting your passport rushed or something. And that that just conveys authority and it helps really reinforce what your end is about. So I would say that, you know, if you have that quality content, that you're in a very good spot to just distribute it across the different channels. Um, You know, Pinterest for sure. For example, yeah. Well, basically, like I said, there's a lot of financial things on Pinterest, but LinkedIn, Facebook, SEO, I guess, I guess my point is, in my mind, it's less about the traffic source and more about just having uh, that quality content place, SEO optimized, and 
yeah, you know, from there, wherever you reach out, it's just going to be so much easier having that content. Yeah, no, a, a ton of great points there. I want to know, are there any trends you're seeing in the marketplace when it comes to marketing and sales technology? This could be anything with content, free traffic, kind of anything that you're super interested in kind of revolves around those topics that's coming up uh, here yeah, in the near future is here. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, viral, just viral trends seem to be being a little bit controversial these days, seems to get a lot of clicks online. Um, yep. But basically, I guess what's interesting to me is uh, I feel like if you put up content that is a little bit controversial, but kind of something that yeah, a little bit controversial and a little bit like something that's going to get engaged a lot, it's going to get shared, you know, uh, it's going to get shared regardless of what platform you're on. So I would just say that Virality is very important in 2019. And, you know, if you can combine your SEO with virality, regardless of what platform you're on, it's going to ensure that you're getting the long-term SEO traffic, but you're also getting the short-term, you're optimizing for the short-term boost from viral traffic, which as long as you're building an email list, uh, you know, you're capturing all of that traffic anyway. So uh, I would say that making sure you're conscious of of what's going on with going viral, I would say that's definitely important in, in this day and age as well as, but not just leaving it there, you know, making sure you're preparing for the long-term and SEO optimizing everything. You know, in two years from now, if you have a lot of content out there, you never know what kind of rankings are going to pop up on your site. You could be generating an extra few thousand visitors a day just from having a lot of content out there in a couple of years, you know? Yeah, absolutely. How are you leveraging your email list to sell effectively to that audience? Great question. Uh, so I sell in a lot of different ways when it comes to email. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is actually send a few content pieces to people, which kind of warms them up. And then from all oftentimes get them on a webinar. And uh, I would say that webinars are so powerful when it comes to sales. I think any type of business can implement webinars, especially B2B. Uh, you know, if you are in the B2B space, and especially if you're someone who helps other businesses get more leads, conversions, that type of thing, digital marketing, it's very easy to set up webinars with the angle of, you know, five ways to boost your leads today or something like that. You know, you're going to get a lot of people on, you're going to get a lot of targeted people. So I love kind of warming my email list up with content that kind of gives them the narrative that I want them to focus on for the time being. And then I kind of, I send them a webinar and then kind of, they're already warmed up. They're already interested in what I've been sending. You know, they're, they're primed. And basically from there, I can sell to them on the webinar. And as long as I'm giving a lot of quality content, you know, everyone's happy. And that's definitely something that I always say to people is the more you can give away, the better the better that your results are going to be. And a lot of times people are afraid to give a lot away, but the more you give away, the more people trust you, the more they see that you know what you're talking about. And it just kind of helps out for the long run. I do leverage my email list by sending them a lot of content, a lot of authority content. Uh, I like to send them case study-based things like obviously my niche is digital marketing or one of my niches is. So I like to send them case study, you know, how I drove this much traffic to this page or how I uh, achieved 20% conversions doing this, things like that. And I like sending them that because it shows them that I'm someone who can be trusted. It's, I'm someone that is actually practicing what I'm preaching. And um you know, I think uh, when it comes to email marketing, it, content is still very, very important. You know, I think if you're sending a lot of content to your email list, you're probably doing better than most because I think a lot of people just kind of spam their mm. list. And I think content goes a long way when it comes to email marketing. So providing uh, the core is still, you know, whether the delivery model is email, blog posts, social media, webinars, it, it's still all about delivering that high quality content, valuable content to people. 
Yeah, I would say so. I would say that, you know, it just builds an element of trust when you're sending actual content to your audience. And again, you know, in the B2B space, it's very easy to craft authority content and think about it, right? If you're someone who opts into a list to get a support, like let's say you're, you're an SEO agency, right? And you have a, to get people onto your list, you put out a guide, you know, five ways to boost your SEO today. You're immediately conveying authority. The person wants to know uh, how to boost their SEO. So they come onto your email list. Now, if you're going to keep sending them more and more posts that kind of give them tips and advice on SEO, they're going to trust you more and they're going to want to hire you to do their SEO, you know? So it's like, it's just kind of that whole value giving in content snowballs. So I would say that content is just so important and that's just one example, but you know, it really does apply to any type of business. Yeah, absolutely. What are some things you've done, whether you've mentioned them during this call or new things um, that we haven't talked about yet that you've done to grow Growth Commander? Uh, so one of the ones that were growing growth commander, uh, so I guess I can give you all of them, but uh, one of them is content marketing. Uh, so we are building content for growth commander, both on my personal blog, as well as my uh, business partner's blog. Uh, we are going to be building the content on growth commander as well. Uh, growth commander actually just launched two months ago. So it's pretty new. It's our latest project and the one that we're going to be uh, really looking to get into the hands of as many people as possible to help with their content. So we're building the content for it. We're also leveraging affiliate traffic. So uh, that's a little bit different than content marketing, but I guess in some ways it's not because you're basically leveraging someone else's uh, audience and you know helping them put up content about your software. So content still plays a, a big piece even with affiliates. And also in the long run, you know, we plan to do a lot of uh, of getting on uh, bigger websites that review SaaS as well as there's a lot of blog posts out there that, you know, mention top five uh, content marketing softwares and what they do or, you know, something like that. So there's a lot of posts out there that we kind of want to target and basically get our software out there and, and uh, in front of the people that are reading that type of content and are looking for top content marketing uh, solutions. So that's kind of the long-term plan is all of that. Uh, we've grown it so far by leveraging our own audiences that we've built, uh, leveraging affiliates, promoting via webinar. And uh, we're going to take a lot of those same angles to growing it uh, long-term as well as keeping the content going and SEO optimizing and posting uh, lots and lots of relevant content on all of social media. I'm interested in, in everything you mentioned, but something that I noticed that we that you just touched on was affiliate traffic. Can you describe, you know, how you're getting in contact with affiliates, um, what those, you know, uh, agreements you're setting up look like, kind of how that process works? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so when it comes to Growth Commander, we offer a clean 50% cut on basically anyone who drives sales. So, uh, you know, we basically, they get a recurring uh, cut because Growth Commander is monthly and yearly. So basically, um, they kind of just have the opportunity to promote via link. Uh, they can promote on their websites. They could send emails to their email list. They could even promote via webinar if they wanted. And uh, I would say that a lot of the connections have, that have been made have been through kind of getting around the affiliates that kind of hang around different affiliate networks. So like, for example, I don't know if you've heard of uh, JVZoo. Uh, that yep. was the first network that I kind of started meeting different affiliates and uh, through. And it's interesting because if you hang around a lot of uh, other vendors, a lot of other people that are also people that create products or create software, as well as promote other people's software, then you're in kind of good company because you guys have a mutually invested interest in kind of helping each other. So I think the fact that 
I won't lie, that I'm an influencer myself has made it a lot easier to get those affiliate connections. Um, so one thing I would always say to people is even if you have your own core product service, never be against uh, being willing to also recommend other people's product or service. Uh, and again, you this doesn't have to take away from what you're doing. It could be something that, for example, I still recommend hosting. I still recommend uh, other softwares that help with traffic, you know, because it's not a direct competition to what I sell and what helps people with the problems that we solve with Growth Commander. So um, I would say that never be uh, afraid to, you know, let's say you have your own product or software. Uh, you are going to be building an email list, uh, hopefully, if you're doing that, but you can recommend other people's stuff. And if you tell people that, you know, and you say, look, uh, you know, if you could promote my thing, I'm definitely willing to do some sort of endorsement of something that you have, as long as it's quality and as long as you check it out. I think that really helps uh, in the long run. As far as building long-term affiliate connections, I've also found uh, going to events to be very, very beneficial. There's something about when you remove the stigma of being online, when you actually meet people in person, it just kind of takes down some barriers, I think. And people are just a lot more friend, a lot more willing to talk to you. And it's a lot more easy to get things going from there, I think. Another thing I'll say is there's a lot of people that are willing to do uh, affiliate outreach and brokering. So kind of like you pay them uh, a commission, like maybe like a, a tier two commission, uh, like 10 cents. So like anyone that they bring on board to promote your product, you can give them a small cut and you know then they're just out all day bringing you affiliates. So that's a bunch of different ways that you can kind of grow your affiliate connections. But I could say for sure when I started, I don't know if you've heard of the Warrior Forum. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, I basically started just pinging a ton of people on there when I got started and I was just trying to reach out and say, this is what I'm working on. I'm just trying to connect, uh, you know, I'm looking for to build my network. Uh, and, you know, if there's anything I can do to help you out. So I think in the beginning, it's just a lot of networking. I think I, I try to tell people focus on what's in your control. So if you, okay. you can't control who's going to get back to you, right? You have no total control over that. But what you do have control over is I know that I reached out to five people a day for 30 days or I reached out to 10 people a day for 60 days or whatever. There's always going to be someone who comes back to you and then introduces you to another person and then introduces you to another person, you know? Perfect example of this. I've recently started getting into chatbots as another way to deliver mm. uh, content. And basically, the guy that kind of referred me to uh, his bot guy, we call him the bot guy, but basically, yeah. uh, <laughs> we talked a lot. And I actually ended up referring him to uh, a few other people that were interested in learning about bots. So it, I think there's always just a snowball effect. Once you start talking to people in, in the business world, there's always a, you know, someone knows someone and it just kind of snowballs. And uh, you know, another thing that I would say, and you're obviously doing this, is interviewing people uh, willing to get in contact. I think interviewing is probably actually one of the most powerful ways because you actually build direct contact with someone. You get to talk to each other. You get to know each other yeah. a little bit. So I think that that's another great thing is, uh, you know, maybe if you wanted to podcast or do a YouTube channel and start interviewing people, that's another great way to just start to build connections. But I think everyone always gets so hung up on in the beginning of like, well, who do I talk to? What do I say? But once you just get going, it just kind of gets easier and easier and easier. You know, everyone is in the same boat. Everyone wants to connect. Everyone wants to, you know, make those connections. And uh, even if you're someone who's just looking for affiliates, the more people you talk to in the, that in your niche and go to events and maybe conduct interviews, uh, reach out on forums, go to affiliate networks, talk to vendors, all that type of stuff. It just kind of all snowballs and, you know, just kind of putting yourself out there, I would say, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've 
just from doing this podcast, I've been able to, one of the reasons I wanted to do it started is because I wanted to just learn more about the space that I have a natural interest in. And it's just so crazy talking to people and just kind of putting together all these connections. And it's just, yeah, being able to create content or, you know, use a platform uh, like a podcast or YouTube channel to connect with people is is just ex- extremely powerful. You, know, you get to meet interesting people, learn things. They're helping you create content. You're helping them promote whatever it is, you know, they're working on. So it's definitely a win-win. And, and of course, the listener gets uh, either entertainment or, or education as well, too. One last question for you here. Let's say if someone, they came to you and they needed help, uh, they had like a, a SaaS product, a B2B product, and they wanted to build a marketing plan for it. Which steps would you take to do that? Absolutely. Uh, so I would, the first thing is if you don't have an affiliate program, get one. I think uh, it's just easy money to always have an affiliate program. I have a few uh, buddies that also run a few different programs. And I told them the first thing, get an affiliate program going. You just reach out to people. And one of them, and uh, he actually reached out to someone in his niche. He's in the, he's, well, I guess I might as well say he's in the crypto space. And uh, he built something related to crypto. And uh, he literally just reached out to one of the influencers he found on Facebook, and that person made him $3,000 in commissions that week. So I would say that uh, affiliate traffic, if you don't have a traffic source of your own yet, like if you're not building a podcast or growing an email list, there's no reason you shouldn't be leveraging other people's traffic and then sharing the wealth. That's kind of how I see it. So I think that there's a lot of potential with an affiliate program. And I think from there, it's just a matter of... Uh, a little while, you're probably just going to have to hustle and try to build a, a, you know, how many people did I reach out to today? Because it's always a numbers game, right? Some of them are going to reach out back to you and uh, definitely build connections with you. And it kind of goes back to the whole loop I mentioned. Now, in the meantime, I obviously recommend growing your own content, building your own content around the software, trying to rank for different keywords, trying to go viral during Pinterest maybe trying some paid traffic and then building a retargeting list. Those are all the long-term things that you could do, but obviously growing your own traffic takes time. You know, As I mentioned, it could take six to 12 months to start getting very steady traffic. So while you wait for that, definitely always recommend an affiliate program. And I actually have another buddy who hired someone full-time to do outreach, and he's getting a couple of people a week signing up to promote his product as well. So it all snowballs. I think uh, you just kind of have to look in the right place and be active, go to events, uh, and even if you don't want to go to events, there's still plenty of opportunity online. You know, maybe if you're shy or something and you, you need a little bit more time before you feel comfortable going to something like that. But, uh, you know, I would say that an affiliate program and just kind of putting yourself out there can go a long way, you know? Absolutely. I think that's great advice. Well, Stefan, how can people get in touch with you to discuss, you know, anything you've mentioned on the show today, talk about Growth Commander or, or some of your other projects you're working on? Yeah, well, my blog is actiontakingblogger.com. So you can definitely uh, get in contact with me through there as well as see uh, what social media channels I'm on. And yeah, my software is growthcommander.com if people wanted to check that out. But yeah, those are definitely ways to be reach me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much again for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Morgan. Yep, absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. If you love what you heard, be sure to head back to morgandwilliams.com and go over to the podcast page for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on the next value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week and make sure to take action.